Welcome back to the Let's Be Friends podcast. Back for his fifth appearance on the show is the hilarious Dan Chukas of the Cosmic Keys podcast. Dan interviews interesting and alternative perspectives on current events, spirituality, and the occult. He is not just the host of the Cosmic Keys podcast. He's also a member of the band Moonstone Quill. He may be permanently shadow banned for speaking about the woke demic, but his witty humor still manages to reach me and brighten my day. Welcome, Dan. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. I, I can't believe it's been five times, but it's always really fun to, to chat. Yeah, I can't believe it's been five times, too. I went back to my notes from the last time you came on, and it said his fourth appearance. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is his fifth. So there's a dude cast where we talked with Float Universe and Nick Hinton. That actually makes one of Nick's books that he's putting out, the dude cast. Oh, wow. That was a very like profound moment when we all talked about Jesus. Um, and then I've been on your show one time. Was it one? Just one time. Yeah. Well, you, you're on my main show and then my Rockfin That's show right. speaking. That's yeah. right. The speakeasy. Oh, yeah. Are you still doing the speakeasy? N- not really. I kind of, I'm kind of, um, not really. Let's yeah. just say that. In be- <clears throat> yeah. We're in an in-between time right now, a transitional time. But you and I became friends in 2020. You contacted me um, to come on your show, Cosmic Keys, and I was shared about my quantum awakening at the time because I was in that phase of whatever I've been going through, being reborn, honestly. That's really what I think it's been, but in an awakening. Um, but I bet that interview would be really interesting to listen to. Did I talk about like Galactic Federation and aliens and stuff like that? Yeah. I th- I think you mainly I think we focused mainly on like getting off the pills and it was I I think it was we did talk about that but I think you were focused more talking about the big pharma scam basically. Yeah, yeah definitely cuz I if anybody doesn't know I had been misdiagnosed bipolar for about 8 years, found out in 2019 I'd been misdiagnosed by five psychiatrists, got off my pills and which really sparked I think the awakening that I started going through in 2020 after I went to the Black Lives Matter protests in a mask with a sign that said, end white silence. That was my first big time out of the house. <laughs> Liberal like, females. <laughs> I know I was one. I was so bad. Destroying civilization. I was a feminist. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I was a feminist. I was a liberal female. I wanted to end white silence. I held a, a group on Zoom um, reading White Fragility. It was like a six week like talk. I was like making everybody, all my friends come. You're white. You owe this. This is this is the sins of our, uh, this is the mistakes of our ancestors for having slaves. We need to talk about this now. We need to be accountable for this now. And I I was, I was a different person, Dan, literally. Well, it's a different kind of religion. It's, it's definitely, um, it's, it's like a cult, you know, that like everything you were doing at that point was kind of like for your own salvation in that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is atoning for your whiteness. <laughs> atoning for my whiteness. It's funny. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we all know what happened after that. I fell deep, deep into the rabbit hole, hit the bottom, and Jesus pulled me out. And now here I am, a Christian. Who would have mm-hmm. thought? Who would have thought? You know what you told me in one of, I don't I think it was when we were podcasting. You said that you felt the most counterculture thing was to be Christian during our time. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you said that, I didn't get it. Because I still didn't yeah. even know what it really meant to be a Christian or I didn't really, you know, I didn't. And I was like, what does he mean? Counterculture to be Christian. And, and I think I asked and you were like, well, you know, having a family, like having kids, like being good, being nice. It's like, that's counterculture these days. And that, that meant a lot to mm-hmm. me. That was a seed you planted. Thank you. 
Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, th- I think the first time we podcasted was 2021. Um, and now it's 2023. So it's like a solid two years. And I think, <clears throat> I don't know, the more uh, a, th- a thing I've been thinking about with like how things are so messed up now is, you know, like I live I live in a town that was built in the 1800s, kind of like a lot of Victorian architecture. It's kind of an old wild west vibe. And you're like, okay, this is like the old world. This is the old society that actually at its core was like a Christian that the Christianity was like the foundation. And it was just everything emanated from that. And it was in the background and it was just the default, you know? And I think today, it's actually the opposite and Christianity is like seriously like a counterculture, you know, like, because the, the main, the institutions and the, um, what society's foundation now is woke, you know, like any institution, any media, any government, um, is following the religion of social justice, which is going to lead us to destruction and socialism and communism and stuff like that. But, I've been thinking about that a lot, just like, you know, like old buildings, old photos of people in the past, like that society was a Christian society. So that, so even if the everyday people weren't like hardcore, biblically literate, at least the society around them, the laws and the norms and the morals were solidly like, I don't know, you know, like one nation under God, it was it was just the norm, but now we're, we've gone through a transformation and now we're in upside down world. So it's crazy because Christianity is like a, a legit counterculture. And there are, there are actually actual kind of like attacks coming at it. So that's what I've been thinking about lately. And just to let our listeners know, uh, where do you stand personally in regards to Christianity? Um, well, I was raised Catholic. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, a huge part of like my um, moral outlook, you know, and especially lately, like, you know, I, I, I'm i not born again. Let's just say that, you know, like I we were talking pre chat a little bit about how I see a lot of con- Christian content on TikTok because like if the algorithm sees you're interested in listening to these people, it starts feeding you more and more and more. So, so clearly I'm interested in it and I do want to be more biblically literate, you know, and I, I, I have a good, like I learned the Bible when I was in Catholic school, you know, like to an extent. So um, I'm exploring it a lot, but I haven't had a real uh, born again moment. And I don't know, if I'm trying to, but um, I'm more concerned about ugh, the fact that we are kind of in a type of like end times situation. And I don't know if my idea of the end times will be identical with like, you know, a fundamentalist Christian view of that. But I'm really interested in seeing like the forces of good and evil at play in the world. And I side with the Christian side of things for sure. Um, but I don't know if I'm like, you know, I, I don't know if I'm converted or born again, or I'm going to be like 
out there evangelizing or well no i'm definitely not you know but but i uh i want to learn more about the the christian worldview because all of these things are worldviews you know and my current conclusion that i was just talking about is just that we are no longer like you know our grandparents generation our great grandparents generation who had pretty much just like structure to their society and had like a productive um life giving culture not a death culture which we're in right now <laughs> um and there is like the 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 um forces of good and evil and the battle between good and evil is very evident yeah. in 2023 or just like you know in the 21st century so I don't know if that answers your no, question. No, it, it does. And I think it's a good way to, for us to to walk into like, you know, this whole conversation we're going to have now. Um, I like when you and I, when I first started talking about Jesus, I think it was summer 2021, you and I were talking a lot at that time. I remember memoing you and you were like talking about how you wanted a Jesus experience, like a Jesus awakening. Cause I had like a Jesus awakening experience. Like it was, you might, I've, I'm one of the times we podcasted. I, I, we talked about like, I did this live summer of 2021. I had a smaller following on Instagram, but I still did lives. And I was like, you know, I had been working as a channeler and I had Jesus come in to, as a vision. I don't think that was the actual Jesus, but God met me where I was at and brought this vision of Jesus enough to to work to me. Go, whoa, what's Jesus doing in my psychic plane to take me to Deuteronomy to go, what? God doesn't want us to channel and practice magic to all of a sudden, like me just like being like thrown like out into the air and like, ah, like, and then all of a sudden be like, this is about Jesus. Jesus was God in the flesh. Oh my gosh, they sacrificed him. And I would go on lives just like crying, talking about Jesus. And I had a real Jesus experience. Like it's legit. Like it, I, I didn't make that up. That would, this was like, had been the most embarrassing thing for me to talk about Jesus or become a Christian. Like this would be the last thing I ever would have wanted. This is legit and real. And when that was all going on, I remember you were like, kind of waiting you're like oh you're like i'm hoping <laughs> to have one of these two and and we there were other people like a girl cassie who i had on my podcast she was quantum cassie then she was having a jesus experience all these things happening and you were kind of like where's <clears throat> mine like what's and and uh i i just really remember that happening and it feels like you're still kind of like you know waiting for that or like you know waiting for the maybe not a jesus experience but to you said you haven't been reborn um right and so well, well, yeah, like I've, I mean, I was baptized though. So like, how old were you though? Don't they Catholics, like for, I want to say this, <laughs> when I first became a Christian about that time, I didn't realize Catholicism was Christianity too. I hadn't, I didn't realize That's, it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, but did you get baptized like as a baby? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I mean, I, I, my family is, um, my parents still go to church every Sunday and, um, well, you have a story. My, you have a story about that going to church. Yeah, I yeah, do. Sure. Um, so yeah, when I well, I'll make a long story short, but when I was born, I almost didn't make it. You know, I was one of those babies that like the doctors were like, like I, I there was birth complications, and the doctors was like, yeah, he's got like a 50-50 chance, and my, my dad. <laughs> kind of like you know he both my parents were catholic already yeah. raised catholic um but and i was i'm the oldest so they were my dad 
kind of made a deal with God. He said, if you let him live, we'll go to church every Sunday. And then I lived. So we did. So who knows? I don't, I don't know my parents, what they were like before I was born, but that did happen. So my, my family has faith, you know, and Catholicism is, I mean, technically we can get into this too. There, you know, Catholicism was kind of like the pre- Protestant pre-Martin Luther version of Christianity. That was the the church, you know. And um <clears throat> it's a more of kind of like an ethnic thing, you know, like if you're like Italian or Mexican or Polish or Irish, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things, but they have they have a they have more of a churchy approach, like going to church to get the sacraments and going just kind of showing up. What's a sacrament? Like the Eucharist, you know, like the, the, the body of Christ and the like communion. Okay. Yeah. And that's like so, a day. Um, that's like a, every, like a, every time Catholics go to church, they get that. But I, I had that once. Yeah. I had that once at church. Uh, like I can't remember if it was the week before Easter or something. I, I went to church in Austin and they gave us that. And that was the first time I've, I've taken that. Yeah. So I was like, whoop, bottoms up with my grape juice, I guess. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, and like I went to Catholic school, I was an altar boy so, and like, so yeah, I mean, when you ask like, are you going to become a Christian? It's like, well, I've known it my whole life. And I, and I think it's kind of a good thing. Cause even when you're, I mean, they say like when you're a kid, I don't know it, it's like from birth until age six, you're like a sponge just absorbing stuff. So like I absorbed a lot of that morality stuff when I was younger, but then obviously like the Catholic church has massive um, issues and questionable, lots of questionable stuff going on. Cause it's like an institution that in any institution can be corrupted. And I think, you know, from my conspiratorial point of view, I think like Pope Francis and uh, what they're doing these days, especially with um, the, th- the three, have you seen the thing with like the, the three Abrahamic religions coming together in the desert? So it's like, they have like a, a cube, a, a cube for Christian, a cube for Jew and a cube for Islam. And one of them, and the, the base of them is like the same design motif as like the twin towers. Um, but anyways, like Pope Francis is kind of like charging forward with that. So that's what I'm talking about. I do. I'm really, um, when I'm looking at Christian TikTok and stuff, I'm seeing people like describe like why we're in the end times right now. And I don't know if it's going to be like the sky opens up and there's like chariots and there's like real, like supernatural stuff happening. But I think that the symbolism in that book is describing a revealing because it's, it's describing breaking open the seven seals. And it's kind of like the truth is like, it's the veil is being lifted and the wickedness is showing its face. And we can see that today. Like, you know, even if I'm not a born again fundamentalist, I, I see, you know. Well, who is Jesus to you? If you're enjoying my conversation with Dan and you want to hear more, please head on over to the Let's Be Friends podcast website and sign up for the friendship membership and you can have the full conversation. 
This conversation is for those people with an open mind who are ready to consider hearing and understanding why people think differently and to remember to have conversations with people who see things differently, not exactly as each one of us, but not to cut them out of your life just because they aren't exactly like you. This is absolutely something I feel has been forgotten today, but we really need to remember, especially as believers, for whoever is not against us is for us. How else are we ever going to reach people if we can't even have a conversation with them? Thank you all for being my friend. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. you.